Joining us on the line is our resident wildlife technician. We say hello to Andrew Major. Andrew, great to have you on the line. Hey, Sean. Good morning. Good morning. Today we are going to talk about something that is very common, I guess, in Ontario and uh, something that is always dreaded a little bit, poison ivy. Yes, this uh, noxious weed is everywhere, and I think everyone knows about it. But to know about it <laughs> and how you can uh, treat it too. Now that's interesting because I, you know, there's all I guess there's all kinds of ways to treat it, but uh, you have a very natural way to, to uh, if you should manage to come in contact with poison ivy, how to treat it. Absolutely. Well, outside of prevention and education. Um, there is a plant called jewelweed, or we call it touch me not too, and um, it tends to grow in very similar habitat that uh, poison ivy does. And this plant is really unique that you can take the whole plant, you can crush it up, and you can spread it over top of where you may have come into contact with poison ivy. And it's usually better if you do it right away and don't wait too long, but it's also good as a as a soother as well, later on down the line to soothe some pain or irritation or rashes. It's uh, it always I've always wondered from an evolutionary standpoint why poison ivy even exists. Why why do we have such a nasty <laughs> weed in our world? I've wondered that too, um, and how someone figured out that this jewelry would counteract that as well. Um, why do we have it? It's obviously just it was just. It, it just grew like that. Like a wide way of stinging nettle or poison oak right. or poison sumac. It just evolved that way, honestly. I, I, it's, it's a good question, John. <laughs> I, still, I still think they're trying to figure that out why we have this plant around. It is, though. Uh, it isn't something we can just eradicate because there are animals that feed off it. That's the thing. Birds do eat the seeds. And and so when they fly, they can and they can you know, they poop and it drops the seeds or or wildlife like deer will eat it and again they spread the seeds around. Um, so it it spreads no matter what and it's always going to keep moving around. So it doesn't even affect animals. That's the funny thing. It only affects really human beings. The way it attaches the sap attaches to our skin and then digs into our pores. It only really affects us. So animals can eat this plant and spread it till the days are long. Now, I grew up a city boy, so I still can't recognize poison ivy unless uh, someone points it out to me. Absolutely. So it, it does change a little bit throughout the season. So basically, the, if it's three leaves, just don't even touch it. Whatever you do, three kind of kind of um, pointy leaves that are out together. Right. So in the spring, they're kind of reddish, and they'll be lower to the ground. And they'll start growing and turn green. And we all kind of know that green color. Everyone sees that green color. That's what we usually walk through or roll around in or, or squat in or something like that. <laughs> and so in the fall, it will start turning color again. It loses the chlorophyll like most leaves do here in, in Ontario. And it'll turn that yellow to orange to red color. And then it has little berries at the bottom all winter through. So don't eat the berries either. They're not good for you. And um, so always let's basically look for three-leaf plants. All right, so uh, just stay away from three-leaf plants. You should Absolutely. be fine. Uh, the plant grows all over North America and, of course, very popular in Ontario. Uh, are, there, are there specific areas where you're more likely to encounter uh, poison ivy? Yes. Yes, like poison ivy is a pretty hardy plant. It's a woody stem plant, so it can, it, it can grow pretty much anywhere. But the major areas is... Uh, in, in wooded areas, along the sides of wooded areas, so you get the mix of shade and sun. You can find in ditches, um, some damp areas, moist areas, 
along with dry areas. It's very common in dry areas. You can find rock areas. So if you went up to, say, the Bruce, up to, to Tobermory area, you'll find it in the rocks up there along the way. Um, and disturbed areas, it does well where it's been disturbed by, um, by uh, human-made areas. So it can grow it can grow there too. But it does like a little bit of shade. It's very comfortable with a little bit of shade. Now, this jewel weed, which is the uh, awesome antidote to it, where do you find it? Okay, this plant's really cool. So it grows, it, it, if it's nice, moist area, if the, if the um, poison ivy is in a moist area, the jewel weed guarantee will be right down the road from it. It likes moist, and it's called a succulent, so it needs to have moist ground in order to survive. It won't last very long in dry habitat. So basically, look for wooded, anyway, if you're going through, uh, if you go through a walk through wooded areas, you're probably going to find jewelweed. So it's a mix of shade and sun for it. Um, also along the side of wooded areas, like woodlot sides, um, you can find it in ditches as well. As long as there's a little bit of shade in the area, mm-hmm. it will be there as well. Well, good stuff to know. Thank you for educating us on poison ivy and the wonderful jewel weed. Uh, Andrew, if people want to ask you more or maybe take some tours with you uh, throughout the Georgian Bay area, where should they go? Georgian Bay Wildlife. Just look online and shoot us an email or give us a call. From Georgian Bay Wildlife, we've been speaking with Andrew Major. Andrew, thanks for being on Talk of the Town. Thanks, John. Have a good one today.